Shaba. Man, they're on the Holy Ghost wilderness drugs. They found the Holy Ghost mezcal and they found the Holy Ghost mesculine. <laughs> they had to. Because the pain of the serpents and the scorpions and the vultures was a constant ringing in their ears. A constant biting at their backs 40 years in the wilderness or 2,000 years in the wilderness bride of Christ time to take the grave clothes off come out of the wilderness leaning on your beloved and your beloved uh, it's going to take the wilderness for a lot of you to realize who your beloved actually is the Lord is a man of war, it is written. He's the same man of war he was in Exodus as he is today in Revelation. Hello, I am the Lord and I change not. Hello! <laughs> Earth to Matilda! Just because I'm a Christian, I wouldn't know what the universe is. What Genesis is? You think Christians would be the smartest people in the world? After 2,000 years of the divine intelligence of the Holy Spirit working in our hearts, but surprisingly, not too much of it got up into their minds. The only reason why it got up into my mind is because of the sovereign destiny scroll that's on my life that I was kicked out of the church system eons ago. Otherwise, I would have never learned any of this stuff. I was kicked out of man's church system so long ago. I'm so thankful, too, because that's the only way you can truly grow your spirit to be the size of the universe, like Jesus Christ kicked out of the synagogue his first day of ministry in the synagogue of Nazareth, it is written. After he read the scroll of Isaiah, they brought him to the cliff to throw him into the pit of misery, but he just went, Dilly dilly, dude. Dilly dilly. Hope you like to party. Like that, right through him. Walked right through the midst of him. Just said, screw you and your goat head. <laughs> and he loved him perfectly. But he did call him a brood of vipers and he called his Nazareth synagogue a bunch of demons. <laughs> he says, you synagogue of Satan, how will you escape going to hell? The pagans in Greece will enter the kingdom before you Nazarenes and they just Aah! how dare you talk that way to the apostles of the charismatic church how dare you say that to Bill Johnson and Rick Joyner and Heidi Baker and David Hogan and whoever you look up to in churchianity whatever there's some good ones but it ain't Jesus Christ at best, they're young apostles, I tell you the truth. And I'm a young son of God, so I mean, just deal with all my rashness. Great grace. They threw him off the ledge, mentally. And they died in their souls when they condemned the Son of God that they had taken for granted in their synagogue 30 years growing up in Nazareth. <laughs> The Christians don't know Christ 
at all. They don't. They say they do, but they don't at all. It's the same exact situation, Jesus, our teacher, seven spirits of God, menorah, our teacher, God, our Father on earth, our teacher. It's the same situation here in America and everywhere else. The Christians don't know Christ like the Jews didn't know Jesus. Right in the midst of them, grew up right in the midst of them. But I tell you the truth, the floods of grace, like the spirit of the prophet in the wilderness, the floods of grace are upon all of your systems, all of your human systems called Gog and Magog, synagogue and church and governments and everything that has to do with the flesh, all human systems. The 666 beast is the human beast, the human nature, the human flesh, the carnal mind, says the Lord of angel armies. And guess what? The spirit of prophecy, the spirit of the Baptist in the wilderness will flood you regardless of what you believe in or what you agree with. Because this thing was done before it started. God the Father is perfect in all His ways, and you and I have zero say in it. Zero! You're about to see the sovereignty of God your Father. I already have. That's why I'm this way and just so nasty every day. And sometimes wonderful and peaceful, but mostly rash. And people judge it unrighteously. You're so mean to your wife. You're so mean to this person. Jeez, you're no humility. So prideful. And they just judge God the Father, what He's done in me every day as the devil, killing their own souls like they did to Jesus with the Jews in the synagogue of the first century. I mean, I'm telling you, this whole thing's God the Father. I've been at this thing 100% every day for 18 years. I know the Christians don't know Christ hardly at all. Even the apostles barely even know the Christ in their Christianity. It's mostly Christianity because they're mostly ministers of the flesh and the power of the flesh is the law and the law is the curse of the fall. It is written. The curse of the law. The throne of Satan. Still working in their brains instead of the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, they would have drowned those systems of buildings made by human hands eons ago. But most of them still love money more than the Holy Spirit and don't have any faith. And so when you touch their furnaces, when you touch their ministries, when you touch their families, I'll just break down the, the parable of what happened to me prophetically yesterday. The, my car door broke, my garage door broke, and my furnace door broke. That's why I'm wearing gloves. It's freezing in here. It's like David's cave. It's cold and it's dark in here. But it's glorious. I mean, it's all, the seven spirits of God just blazing in this place. It's so worth it. Thank you, King David. And I'm telling you, everything broke. But it's all doors. And he says, the ancient doors are going to be opened. And the furnace represents the family. The car represents the ministry. And the garage represents your money, your storage. What you've stored up on earth. And the Father says... I'm going to break all your doors down because you've tried to protect yourself from the Holy Spirit. And that's why you're so immature in Christ because you haven't taken a leap of faith. You've been very safe. You've done the easy things. You've been very cowardly, almost all of you. Very few of you are brave warriors. Very few have pioneered anything. Most of you just very comfortable, very easy. God's going to shake you out of your comfort zones and turn you into true champions of the Holy Spirit. 
Many of you will look the red dragon in the eyes in the days to come. Some of you will die a martyr's death, I tell you the truth. Some of you won't make it. Some of you will. I'm telling you, it's time to fight the good fight of faith. <laughs> we got four years of taking out every principality, every power, every throne, every dominion, and every nation, every tribe, and every tongue, says God the Father, four years. The next four years, it's a showdown and a shakedown from above the sun down through the ground. Every star in the sky will dissolve. The power of sorcery will be no more. The power of the throne of the law will be vanquished into the lake of fire. And I'm not given a timeline. It could be five years. It's just the river of life. You know, sometimes that river cutting through the big gorge takes a little longer than you expected because their hearts are so hard towards the Holy Spirit of God. That's why this thing has been so hard because the Christians always harden their hearts towards the Spirit of God the Father every day. It doesn't make it any easier. The sons of God have to work all the more harder to set the captives free in their pyramids of human systems, their comfort zones. But he's just breaking down the doors. Cars represent ministers. Furnaces represents the home family, families. God's going to tear you up. And most of you, if you have any advanced righteousness in you at all, any meat, any Christian maturity, you've already been tore up from the floor up. Your lives have been completely destroyed for Christ's sake, as mine has, and I am so thankful. God disciplines those He loves, it is written, Hebrews chapter 13. And if you're not disciplined, chastised, you're a bastard, and you're a son and daughter of Lucifer, and not a son and daughter of the Holy Spirit. It is written. And that's the case with all the, almost all the spoiled brats inside these little comfort zones of buildings. And it's so easy. It's not going to be easy anymore. I'm telling you the truth. It's easy for the Holy Spirit. But what God's about to do is impossible for human beings. The Father is taking over. And no flesh will revel in His presence. No goats and no calves. His love is a slaughterhouse upon all human pride and all human lust. Right through your foreheads, Jesus Christ. 333. Right through your foreheads, the flashing sword circumcising your minds. Opening the ancient doors. The ancient doors are your foreheads, the mind of Christ. They're closed, and that's why you're goats and calf. That's why you're still rebellious, still full of secret sins, still immoral. I mean, I know my haters. I know the people that turn on me. I know these people. I grew up with these people. I know thousands of people. I see why they turn on me. They're full of sin. They're still immoral. They're still going after the flesh. They're still going after girls and glamour and gold. Otherwise, they'd love serving the Holy Spirit and the suffering of true righteousness. But they don't love, love the suffering of righteousness. They love the pleasures of the flesh and they're so quick to sacrifice their inheritance. It's true. <laughs> it's funny. I was accused several times today of being an Esau. It's so funny what Satan says to me. It could not be more opposite. I've sacrificed all the pleasures of the flesh every day for 18 years in total obedience, the best I could, every single day for 18 years. I tell you the truth, and I'm thrilled about it. 
I am so happy. But it's crazy that I'd still be accused today as Anissa. That's how little these people know God the Father. And they call themselves Christians. And yesterday, you know, we're broadcasting in Australia, New Zealand, Canada, United Kingdom, and all in the USA, spending hundreds of dollars this week and boosting our posts just to test the waters, just to see how demon-possessed the nations are right now. Because I always do that, just to mess with the nations. And they're very demon-possessed. The comments were more nasty, more reptilian, more dragonian, more satanic, more bitter and hostile towards the Spirit of God than ever before. And that kind of excites me. I might be a little sick, but as a champion of the Holy Ghost, that actually excites me because I see the separation of the sheep and the goats. And apart from Christ, all humans are exceedingly wicked. And that's being revealed. The goat nature of Lucifer in the sons and daughters of rebellion worldwide. For me, it's payday. We've been in the river suffering outside all of your easy systems of flesh and advertising and human Christianity and human ministry. So I, I have to live by faith because when you're in the river of life outside of man's systems, you don't have a payday, a payroll. You don't have anything consistent. It's always faith. Stuff breaks. People die. You know, car accidents, persecution, mistreatment. I mean, it's like truly living like King David in the wilderness, going from cave to cave at Red Letter Ministries for the last 11 years. I tell you the truth. We've gone from condemned house to condemned house to crack house, condemned house, still in a crack house, in the hood, from the hood, from the, from the hood, because that's the only support that we can afford doing the true ministry of the spirit of prophecy. We have that little support. We couldn't afford anything nicer than that. I tell you the truth, and I'm not angry about it. I'm so thankful for the suffering of Jesus Christ. So thankful. I know it'll end. It will end with the destruction of your goat minds and your calf minds. And if you don't have a goat mind or a calf mind, well then the Father's mind in you right now rejoices in the word of truth. <laughs> the sharper the sword, the more it hurts, but the more it heals. He circumcises our minds. Are you one with the flashing sword of the tree of life? His name is Jesus Christ, the Word of God, King of kings and Lord of lords. Get a sword. You know, it's just a stage prop in the natural. My Scottish Claymore. Braveheart, you know, because we're all about freedom here at Red Letter Ministries. But in prayer time, it's just faith. This is the sword that pierces through the heavens, that dissolves the flames of the heavens that removes all the power of Satan in the heavens so that the heavens reign the light of the Lamb on the throne of grace through every nation, tribe, and tongue. And just, boom, strike down every pterodactyl of Mordor into Mount Doom. Amen. Amen? I encourage you people to get physical swords. Just make sure you have a healthy relationship with your spouse before you do it. You might end up turning on each other so you want to be healthy. And I tell you the truth, despite your unrighteous judgment towards me, Penny and my marriage is the healthiest marriage of any marriage I know of in the entire world. Because we're warriors, and we've been at war for 11 years. It's so healthy. We've seen all of our critics that have really, in, the, in years gone by, that have said, oh, what, you guys are mean, and you guys are rash. They're divorced. 
some of them are now dating teenagers, you know, old men, and it's like they were always criticizing me and our marriage in the past several years. We can hear it all the time because they're just completely clueless and they're full of lust in their minds and they have this idea of what a healthy marriage should look like and it's completely Luciferian. They're totally deceived because we're warriors. You know, warrior bride, Shulamite warlord, it is written, Song of Solomon. And it's like, we've just gone from glory to glory and we're the healthiest we've ever been by far over 11 years, married eight and a half years and their marriages suck. They're always arguing over money. They're always biting at each other. I'm like, you people are a bunch of hypocrites. You don't understand anything about the kingdom. Penny and I, every broadcast, she's laid back here in a state of ecstasy in the third heaven, blissed out of her mind on the Holy Ghost. How's your marriage? How are your relationships? Are they in the throne of grace? Are they in the third heaven? Because all of mine are. You people are clueless. Get a life. Repent. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and you'll get a clue. The righteousness of the Father is almost entirely unknown in Christianity. That's why you're so full of goat head unrighteous judgment. And nobody's mad at you. This is the love of the Father telling you the truth to set you free from Satan and all of the opinions of the demons lodged up in your minds. Why you don't have ever, any have ever have any breakthrough? <laughs> and we're drunk. We preach ourselves drunk every day, me and the Holy Ghost inside this body. If I'm not drunk after preaching, it's an unsuccessful sermon. I tell you the truth. Like the Apostle Paul says, O King Agrippa, we have preached ourselves happy. <laughs> King Agrippa wasn't happy. Paul wasn't even doing it for him. Paul just needed to get wasted on the Holy Ghost. Dilly dilly. He's like, I know you're going to go to hell blaspheme, you big fat false royal idiot. I'm just doing this for me. In Jesus' name. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love the cloud of witnesses. I love the supreme holiness of the throne of grace. I love Jesus Christ, the crown of life blazing through my forehead. I've traded the universe a thousand times over for this thing, and it's getting better every day, even in a cold, dark King David cave. It doesn't get any better than this. We love you guys so much. Be encouraged in righteousness. Be encouraged in joy. Be encouraged in peace. Be encouraged in the Holy Ghost river of life through all your foreheads from Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> Glory.